I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit AbyssBattery.com. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 159 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. Our founding fathers had the vision to give us the Second Amendment, giving citizens of the United States the power to resist tyranny. The Second Amendment allows for security and safety in our society. The United States was founded on the belief that a good citizen is responsible for their own security. The time it takes law enforcement to respond to a crime has dramatically increased over the past few years. Peace officers cannot be everywhere, and criminals know that. This means that if a crime is happening to you, you are pretty much on your own. Law enforcement is a deterrent to crime for several reasons. The number one reason is that peace officers can legally take away an individual's rights through lawful arrests after a crime has been committed. Peace officers can do this because they are armed and trained to use deadly force. The thing to remember is that law enforcement serves as an instrument to maintain order after a crime has occurred. This is not very comforting if a crime is being committed against you. Rampant crime is an indication of the breakdown of society. There are four things that help society maintain order and prevent the breakdown of society. The first occurs when our legislative bodies pass laws to maintain order. The second is when law enforcement either acts as a deterrent to crime or makes arrests and removes criminals from our population after a crime has been committed. The third way we maintain order in our society is through the judicial system. The judicial branch uses a system to remove perpetrators from our society while ensuring that an individual's constitutional rights have not been violated. The fourth way that we maintain order in our society is for its citizens to take responsibility for their own safety and protection. This is done through the Second Amendment of the United States, which gives citizens the right to bear arms. To surrender your security and safety to a governmental entity is not only reckless, but irresponsible. Nowhere in the United States Constitution is it written that citizens of this nation are guaranteed protection from those who seek to do harm against others. Rather, the Constitution states that individuals have the right to bear arms. This right allows U.S. citizens to protect themselves, their families, their loved ones, and others in our community from criminals. According to current data by the Federal Bureau of Investigations, or FBI, reported in the Uniform Crime Report, or UCR, 
that violent crimes against women are on the rise. For example, the number of women who are a victim of homicide rose from 5,312 in 2018 to 6,977 in 2019 to 10,440 in 2020 to 14,716 in 2021. Additionally, women who were victims of rape rose from 53,853 in 2018 to 60,743 in 2019 to 68,258 in 2020 and all the way up to 93,407 in 2021. Overall, women make up approximately 50% of violent crimes committed in the United States year after year. The National Organization of Women, or NOW, cites data showing that women experience approximately 4.8 million sexual assaults and rapes each year. Many of these violent occurrences are intimate partner assaults. Domestic violence accounts for many of these sexual assaults and batteries. Data from the U.S. Justice Department cites that one in five college women will experience rape or attempted rape during their college years. These numbers are the reasons why women make up the fastest growing demographic of new gun owners. According to a 2021 National Firearms Survey conducted by Northwestern and Harvard University, women make up approximately 50% of brand new gun owners. A 2017 Pew Research Survey reported that 71% of women cite personal protection as the main reason why they own firearms. Not only do women own guns for protection of themselves, but also protection of their family. With the recent rise in crime, the percentage of women owning firearms for personal protection is growing exponentially. At the same time gun ownership by women is rising, women are increasingly seeking out information so they can gain the proper knowledge, skills, and training for the safe and proper handling and use of firearms. Firearm instructors across the nation are reporting a rise in the number of women students who are signing up for classes more than ever before. Not only has there been a rise in the number of women who are attending a class as students, there has also been an increase in the number of female instructors who are teaching firearm classes. It is now common to find women-only firearm classes advertised and conducted by female instructors. Women who are both armed and trained is not a new concept. Armed women who could take care of themselves by not only providing for their own safety and security, but also their family's security and protection made settling the West possible. It was the pioneer woman who had to protect her family, their homestead and land while their husbands were away hunting, trapping, and fighting wars. These pioneer women served as the foundation of civilization because they were armed and they knew how to defend what was important to them, including themselves. Without these pioneer women protecting these things, settlements, towns, and eventually cities would not be in existence today. Women have always owned and used guns, whether for survival, 
sport, or competition, many of these women have made their mark in history. Mary Fields, better known as Stagecoach Mary, or the darling black pioneer who protected Wild West stagecoaches. Would-be male thieves did not stand a chance against Stagecoach Mary. The hard-drinking, quick-shooting mail carrier sported two guns, men's clothing, and a bad attitude. As the first African-American woman to carry mail, she stood out on the trail and became a Wild West legend. Rumor had it that she'd fended off an angry pack of wolves with her rifle, she had the temperament of a grizzly bear, and was not above a gunfight. She went down in history being known for her ability to protect the United States mail with her revolvers and shotguns in 1895. Martha Jane Canary was better known as Calamity Jane. She was an army scout in 1875 and is legendary as a sharpshooting, tobacco-spitting, whiskey-guzzling, and foul-mouth lady who engaged in fearsome gunfights in the mid-19th century. She gained notoriety when she rubbed shoulders with Wild Bill Hickok in Deadwood, South Dakota. Phoebe Ann Moses, better known as Annie Oakley, was the main attraction of Buffalo Bill's Wild West show in 1894. She was called the Sure Shot of the West. Annie Oakley developed hunting skills as a child to provide for her poor and hungry family in western Ohio. At age 15, she won a shooting contest against an experienced marksman named Frank Butler. Later, she married him in 1876. They joined Buffalo Bill in 1885 and performed in Europe before royalty and other heads of state. Audiences were astounded to see her shooting out a cigar from her husband's hand or splitting the corner off a deck of cards at 30 paces. Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, which is the one I like, and Keto. Get started today and get after your goals. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 and use the code waypointpod50 to get 50% off. That's waypointpod50 at factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 to get 50% off. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores, and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com waypoint. That's mintmobile.com waypoint. 
Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Another example of a first was Margaret Thompson Murdoch. She was the first woman to compete on the U.S. Olympic shooting team in the Summer Olympics in Montreal in 1976. She was the first woman to medal in shooting at the Summer Olympics and was the first to win an individual open world shooting championship. In international competition, Murdoch set four individual world records and nine team world records. She is a member of five Halls of Fame, including the USA Shooting Hall of Fame. Her sport was the 50-meter rifle, three positions. Today, there are many contemporary clubs, associations, leagues, and organizations led by and available for women. Some of these examples include A Girl and a Gun. This is a club established by women shooters for women shooters. The Well-Armed Woman was created to be a complete resource without fluff or frills for women gun owners of all ages to educate, equip, and empower. The mission of Diva Women Outdoors Worldwide, or Diva Wow, is to teach every woman about living an outdoor lifestyle in a safe, fun, and supportive environment. Established in 1871, the oldest organization to promote marksmanship is the National Rifle Association, or NRA. Since then, much focus has been on training women to handle firearms both for recreation and for self-protection. NRA Women is a digital platform that gives a voice to female Second Amendment advocates across the country. The NRA Women's Leadership Forum began with a vision to form a community just for women within the NRA. Today, it is one of the NRA's largest and most influential philanthropic groups to protect the Second Amendment and our right to defend ourselves. NRA Women's Wilderness Escape is an all-inclusive six-day escape that includes everything from shooting fundamentals to firearm safety, marksmanship, and training, and the NRA Women on Target are clinics where female firearm instructors offer training for women new to the shooting sports. There are also many national, state, and local shooting ranges that are either women-owned or have many events throughout the week, month, and year. Events such as women's shooting leagues, ladies' nights, and ladies-only firearm classes are focused on recruiting more women shooters and empowering them to exercise their Second Amendment rights and to become more proficient and confident shooters to protect themselves and their families. In 2009, U.S. Law Shield was formed when a group of pioneering lawyers became fed up with the hostility and abuse in the legal system directed toward responsible gun owners. They saw innocent people suffering the terrible consequences of someone else's choice to commit crime. This is the first concealed weapon legal defense program to truly provide legal defense for self-defense. Their members are empowered through knowledge, education, and a self-defense mindset. 
members take advantage of the abundance of resources available with informative seminars and training courses for firearm owners to ensure responsible gun ownership. U.S. Law Shield supports female gun owners with trainings specifically targeted to the needs of women. In the past, if women were seen at the gun range, they were there with a male counterpart, usually. It is now common to see women shooting at the gun range, either by themselves or with other ladies. Women are also found in competitive shooting matches, and almost all competitive shooting organizations now have female athletes and divisions just for women. Many of these women are champions in their field, Olympic gold medal recipients, and serve as mentors and role models to young ladies. The increase in female gun ownership, the growth of organizations that provide training and self-defense techniques specifically for women, and the number of females with firearms who serve as role models have resulted in empowerment. Women are now empowered to protect themselves and their families. They are empowered to make their own decisions on the purchase, ownership, and use of firearms instead of being told what they need to carry by other people. Most importantly, women are empowered to feel secure in their community instead of living in fear. The Second Amendment of our Constitution is one of the greatest gifts our founding fathers left to their heirs. Their successors are all the past, current, and future citizens of the United States. The Second Amendment gives citizens of the United States the right to bear arms. This is a right that is unique to the United States. Unfortunately, this sacred right is under constant attack. There are many misinformed people trying to put an end to our Second Amendment. These include elected officials who took an oath to protect and adhere to the U.S. Constitution. Many of these attacks make it all the way to the United States Supreme Court. Most of the attacks on the Second Amendment are thwarted by our Supreme Court justices. The originalist justices rule on cases by looking at the intent of our founding fathers. They do this by reviewing and interpreting the writings of our founders at the time of the writing of the Constitution. Many of these writings or essays are collectively referred to as the Federalist Papers. According to these essays, the Second Amendment was not included in our Constitution to specifically guarantee the right to bear arms for hunting, target shooting, or collecting. These writings clearly state that the right to bear arms was for security in our persons, homes, and possessions. In other words, the Second Amendment gives the citizens of this country the right to protect themselves. Owning firearms for protection is more than just a right. It is the duty of a responsible citizen. To allow yourself to be at the mercy of those who wish to do you harm is un-American. If we permit ourselves to be victimized without a means of protection, such as protection by a firearm, we are allowing the offender to victimize others in our community. All good citizens take responsibility for the security of the community in which they live. 
Not only is it our right to arm ourselves to protect and defend, it is our duty. The only reason that there are those in the community who are morally opposed to firearms and who choose not to provide for their own protection is because there are those who are also in that same community, both law enforcement and Second Amendment advocates, who do choose to carry guns to ensure their safety. It is a fact that most gun-friendly states are safer than the states that have strict gun control laws. Gun ownership by women in gun-friendly states is higher than women owning guns in anti-gun states. Just as the armed pioneer woman played a major role in providing safety and security when settling the West, contemporary women are providing safety and security in their own communities. Thomas Jefferson, one of our greatest founding fathers, best stated the importance of an armed populace. Thomas Jefferson wrote, The laws that forbid the carrying of arms are laws of such a nature. They disarm only those who are neither inclined nor determined to commit crimes. Such laws make things worse for the assaulted and better for the assailants. They serve rather to encourage than to prevent homicides, for an unarmed man may be attacked with greater confidence than an armed man. Those are profound words that were stated many years ago and still hold truth today. In my experience, women are some of the best shooters as first-time gun owners. They have no bad habits to break, they have no preconceived notions, and they usually come into this with an open mind and willingness to learn everything they can about being a responsible, safe, and proficient gun owner. It never fails after one of my classes or my lessons working with women, they always are eager to go beyond the classroom. They want to know where do I go from here? What groups, clubs, or shooting ranges can I join to be around other like-minded, empowered women who also own firearms? Those communities exist, they are strong, and they are powerful. And better yet, women tend to pay it forward, introducing more women to the shooting sports and safe firearm handling through proper knowledge, skills, and training. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters, and making memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day.